and they say the city is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, freaks. <laughs> What's happening, guys? We are back doing our original time and original style or format of reviewing an episode of Batman the Animated Series season two. Season we two. In- We've made yeah. it. We've made it. We I, however, I still think, though, that with season two and season three combined, we're still going to do less episodes than we did in season one. Right? Seriously, I know. How many episodes are in season two? I don't remember. I, I think yeah. it's more like in the 20s. I think yeah. there's like, tw- I think, I know that season three was more like in the 20s. Yeah. So because like a- season two is also, it doesn't start now. But it was in the middle of season two that they started going to Saturday morning. And so you were only getting the new episodes primarily on Saturday mornings. And then you were getting reruns Monday through Friday. There it is. And yes, Ryan, Croc actually did throw out. I know. I forgot about that. And I was watching it. And I had my Rick Dalton (laughs) moment going, Big Rock, Big Big Rock. Rock. God, and man, Batman almost got his skull crushed by that thing. It was crazy. But uh, hello, guys. Hello, Tony Movie Chapin D9. Neil Blomkamp fan. Wanted to ask, what's your advice on dealing with depression and self-doubt about yourself? Well, I mean, this is not exactly what that kind of stream is, but I don't know. Just I'll uh, one thing. Find someone, and I mean a professional someone, to talk to. There you go. That helps. Uh, that I mean, and I'm not, I mean, as someone who I went through stuff like that and my wife has said, the the point is find professional help. Most, if you have insurance, most insurance covers it pretty well and talk to somebody on a regular basis. And you could do it online nowadays too, which is good. Or, 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 or on the phone. Like you can do, you can do tele, you can do uh, teledoc and oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely that. So to look into that, I think there was, uh, there's like a web, I keep on hearing uh, one that I always see like an ad for, but yeah, just look into it, research it. So hopefully, you know, get some help with that, man. So, but we still appreciate you being here talking to some, talking about some Batman and everything. So no shame, no shame in seeking help. No, no shame at all. Not at all. No shame. Yes. Um, but anyways, guys, yeah, I appreciate you guys uh, clicking in. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Share the stream, do all that, share share everything, hit that notification bell, everything. But yes, uh, we're starting off with um, an episode, a Killer Croc episode called Sideshow, which I remember liking this episode a lot when I was a kid. I don't know why. And what rewatching it again, it's a good episode. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like, it's like, it does stick out because I remember liking it a lot as a kid. But watching it again, I'm like, oh, it's a small episode because... Again, the opening line that I just said, there's no Gotham City. <laughs> oh, no. That's the weirdest thing. That's <laughs> yeah. the weirdest thing. It's kind of like Tiger Tiger when you're like Batman yeah. in the woods. Train. Yeah. Woods, train, all this stuff. Because, yes, they are trying to transport uh, Killer Croc. And, you know, the, the dum-dums that are doing this don't realize that, hey, maybe we should, uh, you know, put a muzzle on Killer Croc, those chompers are, you know, pretty damn strong. Yeah, but it was kind of cool, though, because there was a great DC Easter egg that oh. now that I'm older, I caught. Okay, and what was that? When when the guard's reading the newspaper, you know, talking about fiends sent to prison, you know, and it says, it, it na- in the article, it names the prison he's being sent to. 
What was the prison? I didn't see it. Levitt's prison. Levitt's. Okay. What's who's Levitt's? Paul Levitz was the president of DC Comics at the time. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. I love he that. Was, uh, Paul Levitz was a longtime writer. He's very famous in the 80s. Um, made a huge, made a huge impression with Legion of Superheroes okay. as a writer of that. Uh, wrote uh, uh, the Great Darkness Saga, which is credited with uh, bringing Darkseid back after Kirby left. And kind of reintroducing a little bit more of the dark side where that we think of when we think of dark side is not so much what you see in Kirby's work. It's kind of more what Levitz did in the Great Darkness Saga. And mm. then he was the president. Like if you see a picture of Paul Levitz, if you've watched any kind of DC Comics related documentary or special feature, I'm willing to put dollars to donuts you'd go. Oh, I've seen that guy. Like, that guy. That yeah. Guy. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I noticed that they that the the upstate prison he's being sent to is Levitt's prison. Levitt's prison. That's cool. I always love that too. That transition of like you know they show the newspaper and then it and then we see Croc. You know, obviously, uh, you know, with shackles on. But uh, and then it's funny too because I mean it's so old timey. I mean, again, you know, that's what we love about Batman the animated series. You know, you got like some you know the press and stuff like that. They're wearing the hats. They got that little uh, the press card, uh, press <laughs> yeah. card that they put in their hat to make them like, hey, we're press. And then it's funny too because I'm like, you know, I did one of those. That's Bruce Wayne, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right, Bruce Wayne. Because I mean, obviously, it's just Bruce Wayne with a mustache. Let's it's, 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 it's basically it's, it's basically matches Malone as, yeah. as press. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then of course, you know, we we know that Croc is going to get out of it, which is like, you know, yeah, you got to realize that uh, the guy's got some chompers. You know, if he's part crocodile, and he even says it that they got one of the strongest jaws. You know, when it comes to uh, the animal kingdom and everything. So, yes, he bites right through that. Are you even the pounds though... per square inch that a crocodile Jeez. can chop? <laughs> my, kid, my kids loved reading books like about alligators and crocodiles. Ugh. And it's insane the amount of pressure they're able to exert. No, thank you. Oh, God, freaky. And when I see those like nature videos, I'm scrolling through like Instagram and stuff like that. When it goes, oh, man, ah. Oh. Ah, Steve Irwin, what were you thinking when you were doing all that stuff? Ugh, remember watching him and just like, oh, God, I mean, just... I mean, we all knew that he was going to go out in some form of all doing that. Little did we know it was going to be a stingray. But man, it, the fact that he never really had a bad accident with the crocodile, man. But I mean, guy was just amazing for sure. But may he rest in peace. But yes, so then this happens. And then, of course, we get a nice little shot of uh, press Bruce Wayne walking out and doing the whole shirt rip thing where you see that logo and it's like, yeah, you know, now it's time to kick in the kick in the action. And then we get a nice little, hey, let's get on top of the train. Which is so fight. funny because I just watched the first Mission Impossible on Friday night. Oh, <laughs> so so I, I had a little flashback as I'm watching Croc, and, Croc yeah. and Batman on top of the train. Train's not going quite as fast. As fast. As no, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> God damn. God that that scene so still holds up, man. Oh, you it watch, really does. It really 1996, does. 1996. My yes. God. God, that thing holds up. Even I mean, there's just I mean, it's all VFX crazy, of course. But I mean, my God, ah, the way that they shot that thing. And when you watch it now, when you watch it today, being from 1996, it still very much holds out. But yes, we have our, uh, you know, little showdown. And then, of course, Croc gets 
he gets uh, shot by, uh, you know, a sedative, like a dart, you know, so he's a little wonky. And even Batman's like, hey, you know, you better be careful because you're you're going to be, you know, you have sedatives running through your veins right now. So what are you doing? But Croc don't give a shit. And man, he just goes, we're going to just fall off, the, <laughs> fall off this train, go crash through some trees, hit the ground. But they're okay. <laughs> oh yeah, they're okay. Okay. Well, and, and once again, it's like that. Can we can we judge the fall? Can we judge yeah. the fall? No, no, no one's no one's. The tree branches broke the fall. Oh Scott. yeah, right. It, it, well, that's right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Nothing it's to blow. That's right. Happened. You know, it, it's like people who fall through like awnings on buildings. Exactly. Now, that, you know, okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how Selena Kyle survived in Batman Returns, right? Exactly. So, just Burton, just ask we... Buster Keaton and Jackie Chan about falling through those. You know, they've done it. They survived somehow. That's what it is. It just cushions the fall right there. But, but still, Batman, he's. He's going to need two weeks off after this whole ordeal because he gets effed up in yes, this episode. He's taking big shots from big dudes and falls like crazy. And he's going to be feeling it. He's going to be uh, black and blue. You know, what's black and blue and dead all over? Not, he's not going to be dead all over, but he's going to be black and blue uh, for sure. And uh, Alfred's going to have to tend to some wounds because my God, does he get sent through the ringer? I mean, this is Batman in nature, you know, yeah, it's which a little is bit because this episode sans killer croc is actually loosely adapted from a Denny O'Neill story. Nice. Which yeah. one was that? Uh, Detective comics, number four ten, with a cover date of April, 1971. The nice. story was called a vow from the grave. It has, Batman going after an escaped convict in the woods, the sideshow performers. It has all of that, except it wasn't a killer croc story. Mm. So they took the frame. So the writers of the episode, which includes Michael Reeves, who, you know, he's one of those OG writers. I mean, Michael Reeves already goes all the way back to writing on leather wings. And uh, he wrote this episode, took the framework of the story that was in the Denny O'Neill comic but then just made it a killer croc story, which I think was awesome. I, it was a really great um, choice to do that. Cause I, I love the concept that we'll get to of killer croc with the retired sideshow uh, performers. Yeah, it is. It, 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 it is interesting. And I even like, I mean, we'll get, uh, obviously when we get through the episode, just how it even wraps up and everything. And, and uh, but yeah, after this whole little fight that happens, I mean, okay. So then we get a cool little scene right here. And the fact that it's like, okay, so they both fall. Uh, and then, yeah, we get the scene, of course, where Croc literally builds, big, big, picks up a big rock. But, of course, he's like, you know, woozy. He's seeing double, triple, whatever. And then he, like, does throw the rock, and it just misses. Just, like, it's, like, right here. Yeah. Talk, about this, talk about a guardian angel looking after Batman. Because <laughs> Batman's out of it. He hit the ground hard. He's out cold, pretty much. And yeah, oh, he's got a concussion or three. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, again, Batman just, whew, man, so lucky in this one. And so, and then that happens. And then even Croc just like, again, takes another spill off a cliff, off of another, where they're at. He falls off of that. And then it just gets worse. And then he falls. It's just getting to, and what I really like about what, you know, when Batman wakes up and now we got Croc like running through the woods. Did you notice that there's no score? 
Oh yes, I did. Not only Isn't did I know cool? it, was no, it was so cool. All you hear yeah. are the sounds of nature. Yes, and the animation was right. really nice. Especially, especially, I love the shot that when they're running and they and they do it twice when they're yeah. running across like that river. And, yeah, the little puddle you, or whatever. The, yeah, and you yeah. see the reflection, yeah. and then they and then they like run through it, yeah. and then you get that cool like. Ripple, yeah, ripple, ripple effect. Yeah. with the with the light cascading off into the different uh, colors of the spectrum. I'm like, that was gorgeous, and they did it twice. It's like, yeah. oh no, this is cool. We're gonna we're gonna do this again. Yeah, but I was like, I, it was funny too because as I was like taking some notes, and I was going, wait, there is like no score that is happening because you're seeing Croc, and then you're seeing Batman, seeing a f- footprint, seeing like, oh, he tore his shirt right there on a branch, so it's hanging right there. You know, it's like it's just like a cool little sequence, and then it finally. The score, like, you know, shows up when, you know, Croc is, like, up a little bit higher. He climbs up, like, this little cliff thing, and he's looking down, and he's just like, oh, no! And he sees him, and you hear, like, the, the score as Batman just, like, approaches and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I just thought that was a really cool little, like, uh, hey, yeah, don't put score right there. Just have them running through. It just added to, well, it added to the episode of the fact that it's in nature, which I thought, great and then he pushes over i love when he pushes over like a freaking tree they, they really show the strength of croc oh yeah they do. oh yeah they do not just jaws but just full on because he pushes over a freaking tree to make a bridge for god's sakes and i thought that was just cool you know i just i just want to look at batman and go you are so out of your element right now like oh, especially my. like when 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 croc like pushes the tree away to like get rid of the bridge and then batman goes falling down and he's like he like grabs onto that one rock ledge and you're just like oh yeah he's doing like the salmon ladder right now trying to like get up you know well yeah because like when he's up above he pushes rocks down to like cause like to fall on batman who's trying to cross that little and i was like batman what are you doing run forward don't run backwards he ends up running backwards it's like no run forwards dude but he runs backwards and then of course the whole thing gets destroyed and then yeah when he's like falling and then he grapple hooks and stuff like that and then when he falls too man there's like that part where he's like he falls i mean literally cliffs and he's again testing out that that grip strength that he has man. Oh, okay we've talked about his leg days yes. this is like finger day this is like well, he had that squishy ball yes. he's been like working the finger strength well when you're at the bat computer you just whoop 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 or you have the little thing this little the, the nutcracker yes <laughs> yes the nutcracker uh you know thing and we're just to help with that carpal tunnel i mean i guess that's what's helping him out strong forearms man because i mean he is we've seen him grip ledges on buildings and whatnot but man this is this is a little bit harder because there's dirt it's not i mean obviously your gloves have to be pretty you know i mean obviously he's probably got some good ridges and uh and the fingertips because that's just is gonna help man but man he takes some spills and just trying to grab on those rocks is just crazy. He needs one. He needs those gloves. He gets like later on in the series that like the claws like come out of the fingertips. Like seriously, jeez, especially after this one. Um, and then um, and then of course we have Croc who falls and he falls down a waterfall. And uh, then this is where we get our first glimpse of one of these uh, you know sideshow people. Um, Seal Boy, I guess is what his name is. He's got yes. some, flip, some flippers for feet and uh, hands. And he basically rescues him. And then, um, okay, who is voicing Goliath? Did okay. you? Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, oh, I know. I know. I know. Okay. Is it Brad Garrett? Yes, it is Brad Garrett. 
Thank you. I wrote that. I was all Brad Garrett is is Goliath because I heard because he's got a very distinct voice. Let's yes. face it. You know, we all know. Uh, you know, everyone loves Raymond. He that's what he's best known for playing his brother. But yeah, I was just like when I heard that, I was like. That is Brad Garrett, right? It's got to be. So I wrote that note, and I'm like, oh, there yeah. you go. Because we'll, we'll actually, in the animated universe, we will see Brad Garrett again. Oh, yeah, as who? He's Lobo in Superman. Oh, that's right, he is. Oh, man, I totally forgot about that. Shit. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, he's got a good voice. Oh, he's yeah. got a great voice. Great he, voice. He, he, I mean, he's one of those actors that really, because he has... I, I think what Andrea Romano said, he is a he has a voice with character. It does. It definitely is. I mean, anytime that you heard the 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 line for everyone loves Raymond, he's the one that said it. Everybody loves Raymond. I mean, he just has that you know, just the way that he says it, you know, and the way that I mean, there's been so many times that he's even showed up in other sitcoms and everything like that. And he's just a big, huge dude. And he's got this voice and he's just freaking he's just he's funny. He's just funny. And he's just. Yeah, it's good for animation for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but yeah, I was like, I'm glad I, 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 cause I wasn't sure. I was like, maybe it is, maybe it's not. And I was like, I think so. And sure enough, it is. But, uh, yeah, we meet these, um, these retired, uh, well, freaks, I guess you could say, who have basically bought this house. This game, this kind of almost gave me Logan vibes. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> doesn't it? Yes, yes, it does. Yes. It gave me some Logan vibes because you have Croc who wakes up on a couch and then he's just like with all these people, you know, almost like how Logan was like, they're trying to find a house that's just in nature that they wanted to get to. It was just, it gave me like a little bit of those vibes. Uh, I mean, obviously, hey, maybe, maybe Mangold and whatever, you know, the writers just decided like they, they kind of saw that and were like, hey, let's do something like that. Nothing wrong with some inspiration. But yeah, gave me those uh, Logan vibes. Well, I love the idea that the, that they they're tired of being treated as if they are freaks. Yeah. They, and they they just they save their money, a lot of it. And then they were just able to go and buy a place of their own. And they knew that they never wanted to be disturbed again. They needed to go find some place out in the middle of freaking nowhere so that literally no one would ever, you know, bother them. Yeah. And, and then the, everybody has a role of just trying to, like, keep the place up. I mean, we have Siamese twins. Uh, May is May and June, right? May and that, June. Yes. May and June. And then you got Goliath. Uh, I forgot what the the main dude's name was with the hunchback. I forgot. What well, OK. Name. And that's and that's uh, and they and they call attention to it in, in the episode. But yeah, his name is Richard because. It's a it's a allusion to the William Shakespeare play Richard yeah. the Third, where that ki that king is depicted as a hunchback. Yeah, so, that's right. Because he even because he always he's always citing stuff from Shakespeare. He's, he's right? always quoting Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah. And he even talks about that, too. But yeah. So if you're more familiar with Shakespeare, you'll get a lot of. By all the that. way, the guy who voiced Richard is a name. Uh -huh. as well. Oh, who? I didn't get okay. him. All right. So he is uh, his name is Kenneth Mars. Kenneth Mars. That does sound kind of familiar. You're right. The name sounded very familiar to me too. So I, I did now I had to I have to admit I did have to do a lookup on this one. Like, okay. Why okay. do I know this name? Uh he was prominently featured in at least two Mel Brooks movies. Okay. Is it Blazing Saddles? No, no not Blazing no. Saddles. Wait, wait, wait. God. Which ones? Okay. <laughs> He's the Nazi playwright in The Producers. Uh, okay. <laughs> so he's the one who writes Springtime for Hitler. Uh-huh. 
And then he is, and I'm, I'm going to read this off because I just, I, it's Mel Brooks. I love Mel Brooks. Yeah. He is police inspector Hans Wilhelm Friedrich Kemp in Young Frankenstein. <laughs> I'm trying to put a face on him and I still can't though. That's the thing. It's oh, like, oh, yeah. right. you, need, you need a face here. Here, here's a face. Okay. Okay. There it is. Okay. 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 He does look familiar. Okay. I think, uh, I think I know. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to revisit. Uh, I haven't seen Young Frankenstein in a while, and I don't even know if I've seen the producers, to be honest. Oh, you really? Oh, Zero Mostel and Gene yes. Wilder. Oh, yeah, I know. I haven't seen that, so but uh, I, yeah, I have to put that on the list for sure. But uh, Young Frankenstein, though, love that movie. Oh, Verling in the what big knockers? Why, thank you, <laughs> my dad, Frankenstein, Frankenstein, yeah. and then we go. If you don't know where to go to, <laughs> God, my uh, dad. This is gonna be our tangent for the episode, obviously. Yeah. But my dad loved that movie so, so much yeah. that by the time I finally watched it, I felt like I could already quote the movie because my my dad, <laughs> you know, my dad has a very particular sense of humor. He doesn't find a lot of things funny, but dear God, did he think Young Frankenstein was like the epitome of comedy because i knew about what big knockers i knew about <laughs> rolling in the hay let's go for rolling in the hay <laughs> and then of course putting on the reds i mean oh and then of course walk this way you know no no walk this way yeah <laughs> god such a classic right there if you haven't watched young frankenstein do yourself a favor it's it halloween watch young frankenstein i mean why seriously. not there you go it's a perfect time to watch it perfect time to watch it um you know and speaking of like everyone loves raymond i mean who plays frankenstein's monster is raymond's dad in peter boyle peter yes. boyle May he rest in peace, you know. So all the we're, we're we're bringing it all together tonight. Oh, to it's all just interlocked right there, it's Brad Garrett connected. and Ryan Yeah, yeah. There you go. Anyway, so uh, we got yeah. So basically, they have this sanctuary, and uh, you know, and everybody's gonna have their part, you know, in uh, keeping up the sanctuary and just kind of. And I love how they have like all their stuff, just kind of just you know the posters and whatnot, and the memorabilia. Yeah. yeah, you know, and they like you said, they saved their money. And, uh, of course, Croc just, uh, as, as everybody's asking him about everything, he just lies his ass off. Like, oh yeah, these guys were just like, they had me in shackles and, rah, 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 you know, and treated me like a freak. Yes, exactly. It's like, yeah, yeah. Well, it, you know, you've probably, you know, murdered people, even though they won't say it, obviously in the show. No, actually, he, you know, actually in this episode, Batman does say he's a cold blooded killer. That's you true. Know, they, You're actually they, right. Yeah, and he does pull out a rifle eventually. <laughs> oh, like, two rifles. Yes, two rifles. and we're gonna and I'm gonna and I'm gonna. Sorry, I'm gonna. That's gonna be my one nitpick. For okay, the okay, good. I'm glad you point. I'm glad you saw that too because I was like, wait a minute, wait okay. a minute. Yeah. Um, that yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad you saw that too because I was like, huh. Anyways, um, but yeah, so he does, and of course he's lying his ass off, and then um, uh, and then it's then he, you know Croc does try to push his own weight literally like you know uh him and yeah, that's friend. the weird thing he actually and i'm trying to figure out like at, and this is what i love about this is what i love about the episode is mm. there's a three there's croc is very three-dimensional this episode like when he when he's pushing when he's pulling his own weight when he's actually helping them is there a part of him that actually is considering i could actually stay here i think or, so 
I think so too. I don't think this is all completely the ruse. I think there's a part of him that's tugging. Like it's like when Seal Boy finds him trying to steal the money, he actually puts the money back. Yeah. Like it like there's a part of him that I feel like there is actually internal conflict with Croc. And once again, that's the beauty of Batman the Animated Series is that the villains get dimension in this way. I think, yeah, I, I completely agree with that because he's, you know, they're moving like this tractor, like in the mud that's stuck in the mud, him and Goliath. Um, and I think, yeah, I think you're right in the, in the fact that he's just like, you know what, maybe this should be something. But I think once he heard about 50K, all of a sudden that criminal brain just like sparked again. And he was like, well... I got to find this, you know, and like, I, that it, it's just, it's just part of him. He was like, you know, he ran away, but then he's also very jumpy too. Obviously, oh, very jumpy. When he sees the bushes ruffling and then it's just a deer. He's just like, ah, I'm like, oh shit. Like, uh, is it Batman? Is it bad? He's just waiting for Batman to show up. But of course, you know, there's reassurance from them. Like, yeah, nobody's shown around here and uh, for a while. So don't worry about it. Yeah. So I so it's interesting is that yeah, I also love how Goliath is kind of the, the thick headed one that yeah. like mentions the 50k and Richard's like <laughs> we don't it's almost more like we don't <laughs> like to brag, but yes, yeah. we have fifty thousand dollars laying around the I don't because when he was explaining to it, he was just saying, like, yeah, we we have a little chunk saved up, and then Goliath just flat out says the number, and it was just like Really, dude? Like, no, no, I didn't want to. Okay, well, there it is. <laughs> it was just like, there it is. And, uh, but yeah, again, though, I think that really, that like Croc's criminal brain, just like something fired up, like, well, I'm going to have to steal that. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm going to go another tangent, but every time you keep on saying that, I keep on thinking about the great mouse detective. I just really, <laughs> you know why? Why? Well, okay. Do you, have you seen the great mouse detective? I've heard of it. I don't know if I've seen it. Maybe I have. Okay. okay. Yeah. Vincent Price plays Professor Radigan, who is okay. you know a is basically this mouse version of Professor Moriarty, uh -huh. and his song in the movie is called "The World's Greatest Criminal Mind." Okay, so every that, time you keep saying "criminal brain," I just have yeah. I have the world's greatest criminal mind like <laughs> playing in my head right now. Oh, Good tangents. Good tangents. Today. I'm sorry. There was something about Disney villain songs that just yeah. always like stick with me. They're my favorite songs in Disney movies. So you just you just got that song like playing on repeat playing in my head. head now. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Dave. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. You know, that's what I'm here for. Uh but anyways, and then, you know, I love it how we cut back to, you know, Batman still trucking through nature. And this is where we get that line where he almost pretty much like he almost slips and grabs onto a, a lucky little branch, you know, yes. so, you know, that just holds him up. And he's just like and then, of course, he goes and they say the city is dangerous. Of course, he says, you know, which was kind of like cool because it's like, yeah, this is there's no Gotham City in this episode. It's just like we said, Batman out of his element out in nature, cliffs water trees rocks you know it's just it's, it's not it was a big rock yeah <laughs> sorry i'm not gonna let that one go that just i uh, please tell me please tell me that when michael reeves wrote this episode i'm that, sure like, there's that no way that, be, that wasn't a reference to that there's gotta be a reference there's I'm, gotta I'm, be they were like they you know uh put you know remember remember everybody loves that one episode almost got him you should really have him have a big rock you know and, and throw it at him you know sec or drop it on him whatever but yeah 
Um, so then, of course, yeah, we get the scene, of course, where he's looking for the the 50K and he essentially finds it. And then like I said, Seal Boy shows up and he's just like, ah, it's cold. I'm looking for a blanket. And you feel bad because, you know, Seal Boy is like, oh, man, he's so like optimistic. You know, he's so just like, hey, you know, we got this other person here. This is great. You know, I'm not just talking to the same, you know, the same people that I've been talking to. This is somebody new. He's very curious and everything. And he almost go like, oh, this poor kid's going to get his heart broken. You know, say it ain't so, Joe. Say it ain't so. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah, it's sad, but you know, what can he do? It's killer croc, you know. But um, yeah. So and then of course we have Goliath sleeping outside, uh, because he gave Croc like his, you know, his I guess his bed, right? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, being being hospitable, which is nice, nice of him. Uh, and then Batman shows up, and then it's just funny because you know Batman's like, I I don't want to hurt you, and I'm like going, Batman, <laughs> have you seen the size of this man? You might want to think about that line. <laughs> I love his response. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because it's like this is a big dude, and again, Batman. <sighs> Three, yeah, like you said, about three concussions. <laughs> I mean, don't oh, go. Wait, he tried to do a swipe kick, and it's like his leg just ran <laughs> to like steel post. And then he got those wide eyes, you know, those wide white eyes, you know, going oh, it's like oh, <laughs> I f that up. And then of course, uh, you know, Croc comes out and helps to get him. And then of course, they throw him into like a cage that's you know on a trailer or whatever. Um, it's, an, it's 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 one of the animal cages. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the animal cages. And uh, so and you know, and then we of course we get this whole thing. Um, where Croc just wants to flat out kill Batman. By the way, kudos mm. to Croc right before they throw him in. What does he do? What does he do? I forgot. Takes the utility belt off. That's true. I love it how he's just wearing it on his oh, shoulder. Oh, he's just draping it on his yeah. shoulder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like, all right, I'm going to hold on to this. You know, this is going to be like, you know, it's like, it's like he's like a wrestler. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, wearing like, Which he was. like yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's why I that's, thought that was cool. That was great because, like, that's his backstory. Like, exactly. It's it a wrestling ring. Yes. It is. Yes. So, but yeah. So he, he, of course, wants to kill him. And then everybody's like, well, whoa, 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 whoa. Now nobody kills. Nobody kills. And I thought that was kind of cool, too, because obviously we know that the moral code of Batman is to not kill. And it's, it's the same with like these these guys, these uh, this group right here that doesn't want him to do that, even though Croc's like, screw you guys. I'm going to get a pitchfork and stab this mother effer right here. And just uh, and, um, and you know, that's also interesting because Croc just tells on himself. Yeah. He, he yeah. does. He just reveal. Yeah, it's a total reveal, pretty much, you know, and because uh, because because the, the sideshow people are with him to that point. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, you know, and then, of course, there's like this back and forth. And then he just goes, all right, well, screw you guys. And he gets some of the sleepy gas bombs. <laughs> OK, OK, that's OK. That was one thing, though. It's like. How, How does the he know? hell does yeah. he know where the smoke bombs are? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like there, there's so many damn like. Did you get the owner's manual for this utility belt, man? What's it's going like on? the penguin in Batman Returns <laughs> magically having the 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 blueprints to the Batmobile. I mean, could be. Yeah, some these uh, villains have unique knowledge of uh, of Batmobiles and utility belts. Apparently, I don't know, but yeah, he does the sleepy gas bombs and knocks them all out. And then, of course, we have uh, Croc who um, finds a rifle. He ends up finding a rifle, and then, uh, but then Batman, of course, he's doing his. Uh, he realizes, like, hey, well, let me see if I can get the the rocks that are, you know, on the wheels of this little, 
on the cage right here. And I love that because, you know, he does a little reaching for it and yeah, knocking yeah. It the struggle, the struggle, the struggle is yeah. real. All the, the struggle is real. Okay. Do okay. Okay. Quiz time. Huh? Do, do, do you remember what you call that when you're making the noises? What the no? I don't. The, the technical. T- oh come on, Dave. Uh-huh. Well, you okay. talk about ADR, like an ADR. No, 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 no. no. There, there's a specific term for just recording the in, in animation when you're recording the noises. We Can't talked it? about this I so long ago, have, and I'm like drawing a blank. Okay, this is going to become the this is going to become your new standard. The new standards and practices. practices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This new standards and practices. Okay, are you ready? This is your homework. Yeah. Oh wait, okay. wait. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, it was almost there. Something fired off in my brain and went, oh, and then it went, yep, ah, oh, shit. Ah, oh, you talked about it. God damn it. Yeah, because you've talked about it. Oh, okay, say it. <laughs> it's called the Walla. The Walla. There it is. The Walla. Walla, 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 Walla. Uh, I'm like, hey. There it is. Okay, the Walla. Walla. I just got to think about it. Just anytime. Well, it's so funny because you did the Walla, Walla, Walla. So, oh, damn yeah. it. You're so close. You're so, so close. close. I just got to think about it like, you know, when Bugs Bunny says, Walla, Walla, Washington. There. That's how yes, I can there remember. you go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's, the, that's how I can, you know, <laughs> you know remember I'm that. I'm going to turn you into an animation really expert are. yet. You really are. You know, after the first season, I mean, you know, it almost took me the entire season's, season to, you know, to remember standards, standards and practices. And practices. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, uh, okay, I'm going to have to remember the Walla. See if hopefully, let's see what happens <laughs> the next time we get it. Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> man but uh yeah we got crocked as that and then of course um batman just you know what is he gonna do he's just gonna use his force to knock the thing so then it can go down the hill and uh basically knock croc out of the way and then it breaks the rifle as it you know as he you know the whole thing turns which by over. the way my issue with the gun is that this one because he uses this one properly does he <laughs> Uh, for the yeah, for the most because it only takes off a, a well, kind of maybe depending on the on the gun. Because okay, so let's just address the elephant in the room about what we're talking about. So, what did you notice about the gun that makes you go, "That's not how that works"? Um, I'm trying now. I'm drawing a blank, and I don't know if I actually wrote it, but I had it. Damn it! Now yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You go first. Okay. I'm totally what kind of it. rifle is it? It's like a sniper rifle kind of thing. Yes, but how do how do those? It also those- has. It's yeah. called a bolt. Yeah, the, yeah. What do they call that? Action. Yeah. Yes, yeah, a bolt action yeah. rifle. Yeah. What's the What's the deal with a bolt action rifle? What's the, what? He sound like Jerry Seinfeld now. But I'm just like when you see the gun, you see like a spring and all this kind of stuff. Like 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 when you see it broken. Is that what you're talking talking about? No, 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 no. no. Okay. You load it one round at a. So there's not multiple, of course. Time. Okay. There you, you go. You pull the bolt back. There's not multiple shots. Oh, like maybe on some you can put like two or three, but at the end he's firing off like five. Boom, or like, boom, no, 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 boom, that's boom, not boom, a, yeah. Like it's you don't have a magazine in that gun. <laughs> the idea is that but, is that you pull the bolt back, you put like one, two, like maybe you get two or th- three, but most of them are you get like one shot, like it's one round. You know, put into the chamber, fire it pull the bolt back to eject the empty round, you know, the empty cartridge, put another one in. There's no like, bump, bump, this bump, is bump, not, bump, yeah. it's not an automatic. Yeah. It's not an automatic. You don't 
Yeah, but of course that. they had to. They, so they had to make it, how that gun works. They had to make it exciting. They had to make it exciting, of course. And make it, yeah. Exactly. It's like this isn't a machine but then gun. They should have. They should have. Yeah, I'm wondering if like they were like, okay, maybe we should have. I'm wondering, like, when it came to the process of that, it's like when they were like, okay, I mean, obviously, if they're out in the middle of nowhere, they're not going to have like an automatic weapon that's just like or anything like that. So they were like, well, let's have this type of style of rifle. It's a yes, hunting rifle. Hunting it's rifle, what it is. It's which a makes sense. Rifle. And then it's like, but then they're realizing, like, well, when it comes to this dramatic climax, we need to uh, change it up. Sorry, bless me. I just also okay. got an itch in my nose. I really, I really appreciate you though for <laughs> muting yourself, and you don't just sneeze into the mic. Very good, good, good etiquette. Very good etiquette there. Oh, dude, I've learned that. Yeah, yeah. Especially like just listening to other podcasts and everything like that. They always talk about the cough button or the sneeze button. Oh yeah, anytime. Like, even when I've done film junkie lives, I'm just like, all right, I just have the button right there. I'm gonna utilize it because nobody wants to hear a sneeze. Come on, come on. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, yeah, I'm very, I've, I was feeling it and then it was like, rup, rup, where is it? And then all of a sudden it just got to that point. And I See, like, the best part is you got a co-host now, so I can like, I can be laying the carpet while you sneeze. It's great. Exactly. exactly. So luckily it was just one, just one. But yeah, so we get this, um, this whole thing. Uh, we get this whole little showdown that's going to be happening when it, when it comes to this, um, um, and then, um, let's see. Yeah. He finds a rifle. And then of course, you know, you do all that. And then, um, it's it, a big action, like the way it would just in a big action sequence at this point, pretty much, like, pretty much at this point. And then, and when it comes to, uh, you know, the, 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 the sideshow people, their, uh, seal boy helps Batman go like, Hey, I know another way in, you know, you know, that's a little more secretive. And I love how it's just like, he just dives into the water because he can. And then Batman's just like, okay. And he just does a full, full on Olympic style dive right oh. into the water. <laughs> perfect. Just perfect. Absolutely perfect. Follows him in there uh, to get inside. And then of course, you know, we just have more of a, a little bit of showdown. We even get a pole vaulting Batman. Did you notice I know, that? right? <laughs> now, the funny thing is, is that we also get Croc, like, throwing around, like, a chain and a hook. Yeah. And so my brain, because I already realized it was, I was like, well, that looks like Lobo. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a chain action right there. But, uh, yeah. I mean, but I just thought it was cool because I wrote that. I was like, pole vaulting Batman. <laughs> it was like, geez, look at him go. I mean, it's it's a cool sequence. It is. And then, of course, you have that little wheel thing, of course, that they utilize as well, that Batman utilizes to try to, when he gets in the water, and, of course, Croc is going to try to do the whole thing about drowning Batman again. But, you know, Batman's swift and, of course, gets out of it because he's Batman. Because he's Batman. Yeah. It also helps that he get that, you know, Croc gets himself like jammed in between like the, the water part and the wheel and oh. he gets pushed through. Yes, but here, now we're going to get to the point of all that and we're going to watch this little scene right here of uh, their little showdown at the end, which is, you know, it's pretty, it's, 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 it's good. It's good nature farmhouse thing. It's, it's, I dig it. So here we go. A wrestling match again. Batman's gonna be so sore, and then I love this right here. It's like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) And you get a little underwater fighting right here. Little, (laughs) I love that. It's so slow. 
Dun, 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 oh, I love the score in this episode. <laughs> oh. Right. <laughs> Look, you're on wood, Batman. What? Oh. What? I love that. What? Uh, just gets jammed right in there. Oh, knockout. And once again, he just keep on jumping into that water. I mean, seriously. Seriously, yeah. Just so much water. But yeah, knocks him out right there. Pulls him out of the water. And uh, yeah. Nice little finish to this little episode. And then, it, yeah. And then, of course, the police show up. They restrain him. They put a little muzzle, Hannibal Lecter, full on. I mean, like, they full on Hannibal Lecter. Totally. It's, it's great. 100%. And, uh, and then we get that line, you know, from Seal Boy. Like, why? How could you? Why would you do that? And then, but at the same time, when we're talking about the struggle of Croc in this world that he found, he does say, you said you could be yourself out here. I thought that was a cool little, I thought that was great. That was a great, that's, that's one of those great like ending lines. You're like, Oh yeah. You know, you're like, yeah, because again, he was helping him out and he was probably in like the mindset of like, Hey, maybe this could be good for me. But then as soon as he heard $50,000, that criminal brain just came back, came back for him. And he was like, just went back to his old ways. And uh, he admits to it. He confessed to it right there. To Seal Boy, just saying, like, you said you could be yourself out here. I guess I was, you know, I guess he was pretty much. So it's just kind of like, damn, you know, there's some themes, some themes in there. Again, when it comes to this show, when it's coming to this, this series that we love so much, is like when you almost go, huh, man, a little sympathy for uh, maybe like a slight little bit for Croc going, yeah, he's got a sickness. We kind of saw this. So yes. the fact that it's like he found maybe where he should be, but then he fucked it up because of his criminal brain that he has. Yeah, I like the episode. episode. It's, a, it's a solid really episode. Solid episode. Yeah. It's a good way to start season two, to be honest. The animation's great. It, it, it's oh, it's yes. Batman out of his element. There's no Gotham City. I mean, it's uh, I mean, this is not like when you look at broadcast order, this wasn't the first episode, right? No, no, this was not the yeah. first episode broadcast. Yeah, order, because, no, but it is the first in production order. So. Because I noticed when I went to HBO Max, it was not the first episode. But we are going, of course, in production order. And uh, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, it's an interesting one to start off with. But, uh, you know, again, it's just like you said, solid episode. I really actually really enjoyed this episode. I remember enjoying it as a kid and uh, enjoying it now and seeing the multiple themes that are within there and a bolt action rifle. but that acts like wow i was just being way nitpicky about that but i just like that's not how that works at all yeah it's all good but uh you know eh, it's whatever but uh yeah i mean good episode but uh what do we have next week oh dude i do are you ready it's a good ready i haven't looked you haven't looked i haven't looked okay so everyone next week um emmy award-winning episode next week and next week i'll reveal what the emmy was for but a bullet for bullock a bullet for oh this is the bullock episode yes i love this episode man i really love this episode this is a good episode right here oh man we're starting pretty strong yeah uh that'll be a good one to talk about um all right so yeah you guys make sure you guys uh watch that episode we'll be talking about that next week you got anything else uh, to add to this uh to sh- sideshow right now? 
no, like I said, go to DC Universe Infinite. Check out Detective Comics, you know, 410 if you want to read the original story that it was based on. You know, I love referencing, uh, you know, yeah. when these stories are based on actual comics. Uh, well, when actually, I'll go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give everyone a reading assignment because, you know, I'm not a teacher anymore, but, you know, <laughs> habits die hard. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but go ahead. If you have DC Universe Infinite or Comixology or whatever, Go check out Detective Comics number 651. And that is, and the issue is called A Bullet for Bullock. The episode was a direct adaptation of this epi- this issue, which came out in October of 1992. So, so the, not, wow. So, so the, now you got to remember, if, if you need time frame now, we're in season two. It's 1994 now. When these episodes are coming but out, years later after the after the after this comic was posted or published, yes, nice. but yeah, you can go and read. And it was by Chuck Dixon, who in the nineties, like that's one of the co-creators of Bane. So mm, like this yeah. is this is what, and I believe also creator of the Birds of Prey. Oh, so wow. there you go. So much there. So, so much we've history. got you know it's got a pedigree coming your way. It really does. Uh, do you also do Nightfall? Somebody saying Nightfall. Did he do Nightfall? Uh, I would not be surprised if he was part. I mean, Nightfall was such a oh, it's such a grandiose like. Fucking, I mean, yeah, it was like a multi. It was a multi-title. It was like Death of Superman, where yeah. it was going through every Batman title. Yeah, you know. So it, the conclusion, yeah, you know, the Triangle Era, the Triangle Era, as we call it, where you had to like you had to read all yeah. the books and yeah. You know, in a certain yeah, order batman detective comics batman yeah and then in like with superman i remember like trying to go through yeah man of steel you had action comics you had comics you had regular superman the adventures of superman adventures of superman yeah i know those days those days and then it was but it was kind of cool though because you know obviously it was different you know writers and animators especially the animators and the not animators but the uh, um illustrators illustrators yeah yes. it was always like different they just, they just looked different it's like the same story but it looked different and i always thought that was cool to try to you know do all that they still do that right or did they not do that as much when it comes to book they don't no really do that no no they really do. no because the idea the the idea of the triangle era was that you had to buy every yeah. book because the story was going through every book and every hero had like like at least superman and batman had like four or five titles going on at the same time and so the idea was every you had to buy you were you were buying a book every week because they would space it they would space the books out so that this week was batman this week was detective this week was shadow of the batman this week was legends of the dark knight and anytime one of these stories did that you even say that right at the end it would say that in the in the last uh panel it'd be like to be you know continued in detective comics number blah 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 or whatever the hell too so god good times those days good times time. i know people, people want to give a crap about the 90s i'm like no 90s were my time baby That's right it was fun it was fun doing all that but uh but there it is guys there is sideshow a uh, solid episode we enjoy it um good killer croc episode and uh like i said next week bullet for uh bullet for bullock which uh great episode probably better than this one for sure oh it's it's yeah. it's, it's better than this one Definitely. and this one isn't a bad one but man bullet for bullock mm-hmm. good stuff but anyway so i appreciate you guys watching go ahead send us off scott 
Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast at DC Squadcast, where a podcast can be found. I mean, seriously, we've got shows on Vero, Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network at SquadcastMedia.com. But we've got news episodes. We are still doing scene-by-scene Man of Steel. We're doing scene-by-scene The Batman, which seems really appropriate, considering that tomorrow is Halloween. So go check that out. It is a Halloween movie. And, of course, it's a Halloween movie. It totally counts as a Halloween Mm -hmm. movie. So go check it out. And I also want to put a special plug in for patreon.com slash squadcast media because we are a fan supported network where $5 a month gets you access to an exclusive RSS feed of over 400 pieces of content. I just dropped today my review of Battle of the Super Sons, uh, which was a great movie. Spoiler alert, I loved it. <laughs> and. Um, if I can get off here and go upstairs, I'm going to give an exclusive reveal that my plan is to drop tomorrow on Halloween. I'm going to watch the deluxe edition, the supercut of Batman The Long Halloween, where they combine both of the parts into one continuous movie. So look for my review if you are a patron of Squawkast Media. There it is. Subscribe to the patrons. Subscribe all around. Subscribe to this channel and uh, hit that like thumbs up. Make sure your uh, notification bells are on. All that. We got the Patreon. I got a Patreon too, trying to post stuff on there as much as possible. We got all kinds of stuff. If you want to join, become a, a member, become part of the Film Junkie family, do so. Other than that, uh, we appreciate you guys uh, being part of the discussion of this episode Sideshow. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Talk to you later.